0: Hey sweet sister, welcome to the Shine with Franny show. I'm Franny and I'm on a mission to help you become stronger, healthier, and more confident using God's word so you can live fully, freely, and fearlessly. I'm committed to bringing you edutating stories, which is my way of saying I'm going to make you laugh a little and learn a little something at the same time, with the hope that you will be encouraged and strengthened to kung fu kick that darn devil right in the crotch and let him know his rightful place in your life. Girl, he is not the boss of you, so let's claim your freedom and walk in it. All right, sweet sister, you are in the right place if you're also under construction and you need a little extra Jesus and joy in your world every day. I believe that God has a special message for you today. It's about to get hot up in here, so let's go. Hey, sweet sisters, welcome back to The Shine With Franny Show. This is Franny, and I am so glad that you're here. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I just need to take a hot minute to go ahead and thank all of y'all and just to gush up on all of you with gratitude. Now, all of y'all is simply the Southern way of saying all of you, because I am so grateful. I've gotten emails and DMs from people and messages just saying, wow, this has just been so great and you're really speaking to me. And it's just been so powerful because, you know, my highest hope and prayer is to help them become healthier, stronger, more confident using God's word. Because we know that when we are in our optimal health, spirit, mind, and body, that we're able to fulfill our purpose. We're able to really go ahead and do what it is that God has called us to do. We're not playing small. We're not living in fear. We're living fully and freely, right? Walking in freedom the way that God designed us. So I'm just so grateful for all the ways in which you continue to support. Shine With Franny Show in all the different ways. So thank you guys. And for those of you who maybe are like, you know what, Franny, I think you need to check your reference on this or check your heart. I'm grateful for that as well, too, because one thing I know is I am not perfect. And the other thing I know, these are the two absolutes of my life, is that with God, all things are possible. So if you share something with me, I will certainly open myself up to hearing from you and uh, you know praying about that so that I can provide you even better content moving forward. So today we are diving in. And I don't mean to be metaphorical there right from the beginning and be so cute and punny, but let's just be real. Okay. I try to do all that, but today we are diving in deep and we're learning about, wait for it, dramatic pause intended icebergs. Now, not icebergs in terms of the wedge salad, because who doesn't love a good wedge? Okay. Enough said with the one word, bacon. Okay. We're done there. So I digress. Today we're talking about icebergs and not perhaps just the physical iceberg, but the metaphorical sense of an iceberg. That an iceberg is something that goes well beyond the surface of the ground, of the water, pardon me, and we see only a small fraction of it above the surface, but its roots are deep and the structure and the base of it goes so far into the depths of the ocean. And so when I think of an iceberg, and I want you to think about this for a hot minute because a little teacher note, and really just something, a little nugget of knowledge for you to know in life. When you ask your brain questions, it searches for the answer. Literally within milliseconds, it starts searching and cataloging, trying to find an answer. Now, not simple yes, no questions or simple one word answers, you know, your birthday, your favorite color, things like that. Things that are finite. Things that are a little bit more, you know, meaningful and more of the critical thinking. So my teacher friends out there, I know you're nodding your head yes on this. So when I ask you just to think about, you know, you know, what is, you need know, to get your homework done. That's a yes. Okay. Versus if I say, Hey, let's go over your homework today. You know, very different question, very different outcome. So throughout this episode today, I'm going to be asking some questions and I certainly hope you're not driving, but I want you to go ahead and think and visualize for a hot minute. When I say iceberg, what do you think of? So perhaps you envision something because remember words have power. So you might think of maybe a polar bear. You might think of some Alaskan tundra or Arctic tundra. You might think of some penguins. Maybe you even think of a seal or perhaps a cruise ship. I don't know. You have lots of different images that come to mind. One thing that I know that comes to mind. Ready? Jack and Rose, also known as Leo and Kate. Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet in the 1997 blockbuster hit Titanic. Oh. You better believe it. Celine Dion, my heart will go on. Okay, now this is not about little 1990s trivia or perhaps even movie trivia. This is, in fact, though, about the Titanic. So we all know the story. You know, we may not have seen the movie, but we probably know the story of this luxury British ship that sank, you know, and I believe it was in the early 1900s, 1912, if I recall my history, you know, documentary that I saw. History Channel documentary. And if not, my friend Angela, who is a Jeopardy contestant, she will go ahead and attest to this and correct me if I'm wrong. But they landed on this iceberg. They literally, you know, struck the iceberg and then 1,500 people perished. Now, the wealthiest people, you know, they were the ones who went on the lifeboat and for lots of reasons with where they were actually on the ship, they had a better chance of survival. But there are many reasons why the people perished. One was they didn't have enough lifeboats. Another one was the actual walls. And again, I listened to a History Channel demonstration or a presentation about this years ago, but the actual walls in the hull of the ship, they were fallible and they had some, you know, issues with the water coming in. And so if you remember the scene where they're running through the hulls and the water is just, you know, following after them, this deluge of water. So as we think about icebergs, right, we only see what's on the surface and what's on the surface might be mammoth. But it's really nothing, and it pales in comparison to what is below the surface. At the depths of the ocean is where this mammoth, massive mass, you know, is really inhabited. And that's where it builds. And then, of course, we see what's on the surface. So it's the same that's true in our lives. Now, I'm going to kind of dive in deep here to some metaphors. But I want you to think about the small little things, the small little actions That then, of course, they build and they build and they build, and then it rises to the surface. And we see only what is above ground, what is above water, right? What is on the exterior? Now, I know that in my life, you know, I've worked with many women through the rescue mission, through the women's shelters, and even in prison. I worked in the prison ministry for several years. I was working with it at the juvenile detention center in Cleveland. It's the largest detention center in the Midwest. And so I worked there and I think about a lot of the women, you know, when you would ask questions and I would say, you know, well, you know, I would never ask why you got here. Right. Of course. But every single person that I would talk to and they would share their stories with me, whether it be a young girl, seven, 12, 15 years old, or even a woman in her forties, fifties, sixties, it was small, little choices, bad choices, unfortunately, and unfortunate choices, sometimes unfortunate circumstances unfortunate, you know, relationships that they were having that led them to make the choices that they did. And I know for me, I have been one of those people while I may not have served time in prison or may not have been in a rescue, you know, mission, I have made a lot of choices that unfortunately have led to a detriment in my health, my spiritual health, my mental health, and my physical health. I have made a lot of choices that have hurt me as well as hurt others. And I know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that I've made a lot of choices that have certainly hurt the Lord. Now I know that a single one of those women never ever woke up, right? As a six, 10, 12, 15 year old girl, and ever said, hmm, you know what I'd like to be when I grow up? I wanna be a prostitute. No one ever said that. It was small choices that led them down that path. No little six year old girl ever woke up and said, you know, I want to be the crystal meth Barbie. I want to go ahead and have that Barbie. Nobody ever wants that, but it's small little choices that lead you down that path. Now, friend, that might not be your story in terms of prostitution or addiction, but perhaps it's your story in the terms of some bad choices in relationships or finances, or even just your thought life. Maybe you've had some suicidal tendencies or depressive, you know, tendencies or anxiety, you know, ridden just thoughts. Now, with those thoughts, we oftentimes, you know, and with those actions, we oftentimes let them build and build and build. And that is where the iceberg comes in. That from those small little thoughts, it builds and it stacks and it piles. And then all of a sudden above surface, we see this beautiful, majestic, perhaps, you know, facade of something, but down deep, there is something that could be destructive. So with the Titanic, it was interesting because I once read an article about it because I was fascinated, you know, during the time I was in my late, my early twenties, pardon me in the late 1990s when that movie came out. And I just remember being fascinated by the love story of it all. And I remember, you know, the, the, the real life Rose was still alive and seeing her on video and I think she was even on Oprah or something. And I just remember being like, just really enamored by the whole story. And there was some research that said if they would have made, if the, the captains of the ship would have moved one small degree east, west, north, south. I'm not sure exactly which direction. But the main part of the ship would not have hit in the same direct and it would same direct path, and it would not have had the same amount of impact. Like that is mind-blowing to me. One degree on their navigational system, and they would have missed that mark. They would have missed the iceberg in the direct angle in which they hit. All right. So as we think about that in our own lives, I want to ask you, What is one small change, one degree that you can make that will go ahead and impact you for the good? So now we know that those one small changes can impact our lives for bad, but we also know that conversely, they can impact us for good, right? That one phone call, that one text that you need to make asking someone for forgiveness or forgiving someone for something they've asked for forgiveness for. Or maybe, you know, that one small change that you make where you don't go on that shopping spree to target that one small thing that you do. Now, let's just go to the Bible because as we know, that is the guidebook for life, right? There's no Barnes and Noble book, you know, no self-help book that we could ever find that is ever going to compare to the Bible. And when we think about those small little shifts, those small little tiny things, small changes, let's think about just a few of the things where God talks about small. First of all, I know that as an entrepreneur, you hear Zechariah 4.10, never despise small beginnings. So whether that's on your weight loss journey, whether it's starting your business, whether that's getting out of debt, whether, you know, in a relationship, like never despise those small little baby steps that you're making, right? God looks at those. And it tells us that too. It tells us that God looks at his, his, David's heart. And let's just talk about David for a second, because David was small. He was the smallest son of Jesse. He was the eighth son that was overlooked he was out as a shepherd in the fields you know he was completely overlooked all the other sons but no David was you know the cute handsome strong but small little you know 17 year old son that was out in the fields when we think about you know the faith the size of a mustard seed that it tells us in Matthew 17 right that with that you can move mountains now let's just go with our analogy here you can move icebergs with just faith that small, with a prayer request that is small but tiny, but there is a mountain, an iceberg of faith within that. Think about, you know, the the little boy who brings his small loaves and small fish, and he says, here's my barley loaves. You know, here, I want to go ahead and surrender this over to you. I'm giving this to you. I'm gifting this to you. And look what miracles God was able to do. Because we know that our God does big miracles with small sacrifices, with small steps, with small offerings, with your small shifts. God can do big things. And just like that iceberg, those small layers, pardon me, that just keep building and building and building, God can do great and mighty things with those right? So we have to be willing to go ahead and make the change. So as we think about this metaphor, and I know I kind of got a little bit deep and I I love that little pun there, but I got a little bit deep here with this, but I want you to really think about what is the iceberg in your life right now? Like in which direction are you headed? If you are the Titanic, what is your iceberg that you're headed right towards, right? That might be a pathway to destruction. And guess what? If so, how can you make that one degree shift? Where can you go ahead and just make a small, slight change? Now, remember, the captain of our ship is always God. Lord, we want to invite him into our ship if we haven't done so already. And we want to thank him for the lifeboats, right? The people that he's gifted us with, the word that he gives us, the worship songs that he gives us, all the ways, you know, the fasting that we can do and and just the ways that we can memorize scripture. There's so many different ways in which we can commune with God and the lifeboats that he sends us along our journey and our paths. But let's hope we don't need that lifeboat. Like, let's hope that he is the captain of our ship and we're just totally giving him full control to make that one degree shift on our behalf. So as we think about that, I want you to really ask God, like, is there something that is beneath the surface that maybe I don't see? Something that maybe has compiled from years and years and years and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of choices that I've made that I need to go ahead and take a look at that maybe my service might look majestic and beautiful, but maybe there's something that's down deeper that I need to go ahead and make a small shift. And if so, I want you to go ahead and ask the Lord and invite him in. Remember, he's going to wait for you. He asked every single person, you know, do you want to be well? You know, he asked them the question, do you want healed? And so ask him, you know, Lord, what is the one, one degree that I need to make in my navigation system? What is the one small change? Now, don't start with, you know, 13. Okay, I'm going to, you know, do this, this. Don't give me five things you're going to do. What is one thing you can do starting today to start that healing process, to start that health recovery, to start getting out of debt, all of the ways in which you want to go ahead and surrender your life out to God. You got to start with one. That's all you have to start with today. So sister friend, I challenge you to this today in the best way possible. It's not a challenge as if it's un you know, unachievable. It's like mission impossible. Like you can do it. Like you are the spy that is setting out to do this and uncover this because you have God on your side, helping you do this. You are able. And so I close with that tonight, Lord. I just thank you so much, Lord, for the one degree, for the small changes, for the small shifts, Lord, that you want to do in and through us, Lord, so that you can go ahead and get to the depths of our heart, Lord, so that you can get into our spirits, so you can have us surrender and give you the helm, Lord. We want you to be the captain of our ships. And I ask, Lord, that the women who are listening to this today, that the women who are going to listen to this whenever they do, Lord, that they will be blessed by this, that they will know that there is something in here for them. Lord, I ask them to go ahead and just surrender their lives over to you, knowing that you are the God of big miracles with our small steps, our small offering, our small sacrifices. Lord, we just bring this up to you today, Lord. We know that you are sovereign. We know that you are mighty, Lord. I ask that you do a big and mighty work with our small and humble beginnings. In your son's precious name, we pray. Hey sister, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know life is full, but I hope I can fill your cup to overflow with more Jesus and joy. While well, I hope for friends on all social platforms, I invite you to click the subscribe button so each episode will automatically download once it's released. Oh, and real quick before you go, if you found value in today's message and you learned something new, please share a rating and write a review. And of course, I'd love for you to share this message with another sister who might be encouraged by it too. Now. Get out there and live fully, freely, and fearlessly, knowing that that is why you're here. Until next time, shine on, sweet sister.